Hey, Sarah and Vijaya. Hey, Michael. Hey, Michael. Go to Kickstarter and search your wizardary, or just do the easy way and go to geeklyinkcom slash potterpod, and you'll get redirected right over there to Kickstarter, where we have a Kickstarter. Yeah, we're kickstarting season three, or and or <gasps> book three of your wizardary. That's so exciting. Michael, why would I do that? It's like... Is there in any like sort of incentive? Do I get a, an owl or anything? There's some cool stuff you, that you can also. Oh yeah, there's like a billion cool things you get. <laughs> oh good, okay, okay, never mind. That's yeah. good. I, I feel better about it now. There's mugs and t-shirts and scarves and all sorts of bookmarks and postcards. It's crazy. And we're gonna be making some exclusive content, so you know, go and check that stuff out. Uh, and I guess we should probably start our podcast. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, let's 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 go. You're a wizard, Harry. Secrets with Sarah Tompkins, Vijaya Shreshta, and I'm Michael DeMauro. This week we discuss Chapter 17 of the Chamber of Secrets, The Heir of Slytherin. We talk about the book versus the movie, and the battle for the Quizich Cup continues. We are back for the penultimate <laughs> episode of the, I appreciate that, Michael. Of the Quizage Cup. Uh, oh, boy. You mean the second to last? Yeah, the second to last. Um, it is anybody's game right now. Uh, well, not Sarah's. It's not Sarah's Definitely game. not. Definitely uh. not mine. Guys, you're never getting this trophy back. We're heading to Canada. You can't even stop us. Carly, we're coming to crash. <laughs> Uh, um yeah it's it's it is neck and neck for two of us uh Pajaya has a 1.5 point lead she could she could put it away this episode if she just crushes my face which i would like her not to do because that'll make a worse podcast okay i would like it, it would make very much. it would make a bad podcast if you did that though so you shouldn't do that Okay, so get get stuff wrong this time so that we don't have the whole thing where the last episode doesn't matter. All right, great. Um, like last time. Okay, I get it. Great. Uh, it is, uh, Bajaya, you go first. Okay. Um, what made Mon- McGonagall cancel the last of uh, the match between Hufflepuff and Gryffindor? Ding, ding, the ding. Quidditch, ma- Quid- Quidditch match. Okay, okay, sorry, Michael. Um, it was uh, the another attack on Hermione, and uh, ooh, that's not the complete answer. It was Hermione yeah. and and uh, what's his name's girlfriend, Penelope Clearwater. Okay, all right. No, no points for you because you know. Yep, I get it. God damn it, <laughs> Sarah! I'm Sarah! just sitting, I, I'm sitting here making friendship bracelets for other people. <laughs> <laughs> for people who are going to be your new friends. <laughs> My new friends. I'm abandoning you. 
All right. All right, Sarah, it's your turn. Okay. Why was Justin Finch Fletchley not killed by the basilisk? Ding, 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 Michael, fine, Michael. He was looking through a ghost. Um, nearly headless ah! Nick. He was okay, looking fine. through nearly headless Nick. Fine, oh fine, God! okay. Jesus. What is happening? You guys are being such sticklers. I wanted to make sure it could have been any ghost you had to specifically say nearly headless Nick. All right. All right. Okay. Michael, ask us your question. Um. All right. Is everybody ready? Especially Sarah. Uh, wait, hold on. I'm typing uh with the many H's. What? No, I'm ready. Okay. Uh, with a million H's. Can continue. Um, all right. I'm trying to decide between two questions. Should I give you the involved question or should I give just, you the, the fast question? Just, just give go. us a question. Just do it. We're not choosing this time because we know how that goes because then you'll blame us for choosing the hard question. What color is Mr. Weasley's flying car? Ah, oh, God damn it! Sarah! Turquoise? Yes! You did such a good job, Sarah. I got a point! It counts for nothing. Sarah, oh, I know no, I don't. I don't want to fight. I don't want to fight against. <laughs> I don't want to fight against you, Bajaya. I just need to save face at this point. It, it's it, you did such a good job, Sarah. I um, know. I'm sorry, Bajaya. I see this. I like it's hard because I don't want to look like an asshole idiot. <laughs> uh, first place, Michael can, with twelve points. Can uh, I give my Can I give sec- my question to Bajaya? Se- second place, Bajaya with eleven. Can I points. donate? Can I donate turquoise to Bajaya? Eleven point five. How many points do you have? I've got point five more points than you. Okay. Sarah has seven point five points. Thank you, Bajaya. I appreciate that because that will make the last episode much better. So thank you for throwing that so that I could uh, just take the lead there. It was very dramatic. Wait, so what is it? Wait, what's supposed? I didn't hear the point system here. Uh, I've got twelve. She's got eleven point five. <gasps> oh my god, Bajaya! I need to pick a question. You know, why would you do this to me? I'm a good boy. Remember Eaton? Just remember it. Chapter 17, The Heir of Slytherin. Uh, The Heir of Slytherin? Before I start... The Heir of Slytherin. Uh, Before I start my recap, I just want to say... Congratulations to Mrs. Shock. Oh, uh, thanks. Now married. Hey, I did not take his name. I am still Mrs. Shreshta. Mrs. Shreshta Shock. Mr. Shreshta. Josh Shreshta. I'd also just like, like again, to say um, I'm sorry, Bajaya, for my behavior at the wedding. I was going to say, I apologize for anything that I consumed and then any dance moves I performed following that. You all were the life of the party. I apologize from. Sarah and I both regret getting to the fist fight. <laughs> well, you regret it. I stand. I stand I, by. I really regret it. I just heard. I'm in a lot of pain still. I just heard random <laughs> phrases like Phoenix and 
physical properties. <laughs> it's just, it's just. Doctor says I should be back on my feet in a couple It's just weeks. a flesh wound. <laughs> uh, so yeah, congratulations. Thanks. I got married. Yay. Um, okay. So, heir of Slytherin. So, Harry, uh, even though the last chapter was called The Chamber of Secrets and we talked all about the Chamber of Secrets, he was kind of like in the um, foyer of The Chamber of Secrets. <laughs> the foyer of secrets. I like that. Uh, he, he steps properly into the proper, proper chamber of Chamber of Secrets. And let me tell you, it is creepy as fuck. Uh, there are big old snake statues everywhere. What? Um, that seems narcissistic. And you know, right? And at the end of all the the like row of snake statues, there is a massive statue of of uh, I guess Slytherin it's himself. Slytherin. He decorated yeah, got, that shit with just himself and snakes. Right. He's got an his, his ancient uh, ape like face with a beard, and I don't know. It seems weird. Um, and and uh, poor little Ginny Weasley is laying in a pile at his feet with the statue. That's not good. Yeah, no, it's not great. Uh, Harry Harry runs over. He can't tell if Ginny's even alive. Um, she's like, you know, white and cold, and and uh, and he's really worried because he can't wake her up. And who should step out of the shadows? But a slightly fuzzy around the edges, Tom Riddle. No. Yeah. Uh huh. That is so creepy. Uh, he was in a book. Tom Riddle. He's now out of the book. Uh, he says that Ginny is alive. Okay, but that's good. she's not gonna. She she's just barely alive, but uh, she's, and great. she's not gonna wake up. That's really not yeah. good. Yeah. So Harry's like kind of. Not surprised by Tom Riddle being there a little bit. He's really more worried about Ginny. And, oh, I wonder uh, why. Hmm. And uh, and he's like, "Are you a ghost?" <laughs> and and Tom is like, "No, he's a memory that you know from this this journal that's been kept for the last fifty years or whatever." Mm. And uh, and also like Harry dropped his wand like a, a real ding dong and. Uh, and Tom has picked it up, and and Harry's like, "Give me my wand back!" And the basilisk is going to come any second. Help me, help me get this girl out of here. And and Tom's all, "Oh, the basilisk won't come until it's called." That's creepy. And like Harry's like, Harry's like, "We're still friends, and you're definitely a good guy now. Give me back my wand." This, this seems like it's fine. Yeah. Oh, he Harry does not does not pick up on it. You so dumb sometimes. Um, a lot of times. Really, really dumb. Uh, so, so Tom Riddle starts explaining to how Ginny opened up her heart to him via the journal. That's creepy. Or his diary, and uh, and he was just super nice to her and and basically fed on her soul. Ugh. That's really creepy. Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah, she. Yeah, until and she he fed on more and more of her soul until he became more powerful than her. She had a she had a tasty soul though, I guess, like carbo loaded or something. Mm Hmm. 
Um, and then uh, he began controlling her. He started. He like took her over basically, and bas- and forced her to like go kill the roosters and open the chamber of secrets and write the creepy messages. All that. I mean stuff. the chamber pot of secrets. Chamber Potter of Secrets? What? Oh my god, it's all coming together now. (laughs) Oh boy. (laughs) You guys, we gotta stop recording. (laughs) So finally, finally Harry uh, starts putting things together and he's like, wait a minute. You framed Hagrid, didn't you? (laughs) Good. Thank you, Harry. You're catching up. Harry's so on top of this stuff. Hmm. Um, and they talk about how, you know, Dumbledore was the only one who actually saw through him and, uh, and like, he was like, Dumbledore was the only one who thought Hagrid was innocent. He convinced the headmaster then to keep him on and stuff. And then from then on, he kept a close eye on, on Tom Riddle. So Tom couldn't open the chamber again. Mm. Uh, cause old Dumbledore was getting in the way. Uh, that so- darn Dumbledore. If it wasn't for that darn Dumbledore. I would have gotten yeah. away with it. So he didn't want all of his hard work to go to waste. So his solution was to create this diary and and put a piece of himself into it so that someday he could finish Salazar Slytherin's noble work. Ooh. Yeah. But uh but so after he after Ginny found him and told him all about Harry Potter. He got a. He has a new target. He doesn't just care about killing mudbloods anymore. No. Now he wants to kill Harry. But, okay. Why? But Harry wasn't Harry's even pure in blood. With him, no, he, Harry is know? technically, you know, half a halfsy. Yeah, and uh, Harry's like, "Why do you care about Voldemort?" Yeah, he was totally. He's, this seems really. You. He's, he's after good. your time, and he's like. <laughs> he's like Jesus Christ. Okay, hold on. See, Let here's, me. I'm gonna write. Literally spell it out for you. <laughs> <laughs> Let me literally spell it. So with his wand, he spells out Tom. What is it? Marvolo. Marvolo. Moldova. Tom Moldova. Venezuela. Well, that wasn't. Well, that wasn't a Quizzage question. <laughs> um, and he rearranges he rearranges the letters and it becomes I am Lord Voldemort. Man. 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 What? This is the whole word whole thing right here. What's up? What if uh his mom had named him something different that did not like work at all to make a menacing name? <laughs> <laughs> it's like I am Lord Tubby. I am Skippy. <laughs> Skip. Lord <laughs> Lord Skip. I am Jeff. I just Jeff, and he just he just he <laughs> just Lord Jeff. He just went with J Fee. <laughs> um, um, yeah. So, yeah. oh, go ahead. no, never mind. Okay. Uh, so, boy, uh, this looks bad for Harry. Yeah. Um, but Harry's like, well, Dumbledore isn't really gone. Uh, and when he says that, then Fox shows up 
with the with the fiend or sorry with the sorting hat and basically from this point on it's the fox show (laughs) fox does everything pretty much thanks but harry gets all the goddamn glory shock all of it right wait is this the fox and friends show (laughs) oh hey oh (laughs) um so Tom Riddle is very dismissive, though. He's like, "What do you? What is that bird gonna do in a hat, you dummy?" And so he he says something to the, to the statue, and uh, and and it's some real metal shit. Its mouth starts opening, and then out of the mouth comes the basilisk. No, what? It's twenty by twenty. It's funny. It just it just rolls out. It's just a weird sphere. It's like it's just I've been a, eating so many rats. It's just a tube of a snake. Big log. Oh. Big log of a snake. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Harry clamps his eyes shut because he knows he'll die. He'll get, he'll get rolled. Think about it really fast. <laughs> he'll get crushed by the fat solisk. He's like, I've been in here for so long, guys. You haven't worked me out at all. I've just been in here eating. He's sorry. Oh my god, he can't even do leg day because he doesn't even have legs. <laughs> or arm day because uh, he doesn't have arms. But he could have, you know what he could have, guys? He could get a cool You're a Wizardary t shirt and mug to bring to the gym when he gets back to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. That's true. Sorry not to sorry yeah. I derailed your <laughs> No, no. It's I it's it's great. It's everything's great. Um <laughs> everything's wonderful. <laughs> Let's make fun of the obese the obese snake. Fantastic. Um Yeah, so Harry closes his eyes because obviously he'll die. Yeah. And uh and he just starts kind of like running. <laughs> he closes his eyes and starts running. And soon enough, he falls over because that's what happens when you close your eyes and start running in a random direction. And uh, and he's like, like he doesn't know what's happening. He, he thinks he's about to get, get all uh, devoured and such. Uh, but he hears some weird stuff and then he eventually squints a little bit. And he sees uh, Fox the Phoenix just burying its razor sharp beak into uh, the face of the basilisk. And the basilisk turns and looks at Harry and, and in a really gross scene for a children's book, uh, it has two disgusting punctured eyes. Blood and yuck. I don't like that. Um, Yeah. So, but it can't turn, it can't kill Harry because its eyes are gone. Poor snake. Uh, yeah. And Tom Riddle's like, just kill the boy. Just smell him. Use your, use your snoot to smell him. Use <laughs> snoot. Uh, snoot him out. I guess it was, it'd be his tongue, actually. Tongue him. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't do that. Uh, this is a Harry's children's like, book. Like, well, this is. Like, this is great, but now there's the still very poisonous giant snake that's going to eat me who looks apparently like the shape of a Tootsie Roll is going to come and, <laughs> and eat me. And uh, he's like, I don't know what to do. So he takes the sorting hat and puts it on his head and is just like, help. <laughs> Such a and, 
and he gets conked on the on the noggin with something. So the sorting hat has produced something, something to help him. And it's a sword with giant egg-sized rubies on well, it. Well, that's convenient. He if he needs to barter, I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't kill me, um, Basilisk. I'll give you this valuable sword that was appraised on R- Antique Roadshow <laughs> for between 500,000 and a million. <laughs> <laughs> so Harry's got a weapon now. So, uh, so, the, so the Basilisk lunges at him. He jams the sword through the roof of its mouth, what? kills it. That's crazy. But, but what? it it jams its fang through his his arm. Oh, oh crap! No. Yeah, and it's incredibly venomous. <laughs> um, it snaps off in his arm. I guess I don't know. And uh, Harry's Harry Dunn got bit, and. He, it's already the. You can already feel the venom working, and uh, Tom Riddle's like, "Ha ha, you're gonna die, stupid." That high he's must like, be crazy. <laughs> he's tripping balls. <laughs> he's, like, Look, even your, <laughs> he's like, even your dumb bird is sad. It's crying. <laughs> Come on, Riddle. And, uh, Come on, Riddle. <laughs> Look alive. <laughs> you're not and, Harry. Uh, but, Do you know what they say it, about? It is crying. It's crying when doves cry. Oh. Oh no! <laughs> R.I.P. It's not a it's a phoenix. Uh, it's, it's doing its magic tears. It's doing its magic crying tears. And one of its it magical properties. One of its magical abilities. Mm-hmm. Um, it saves Harry's life. Aw, hooray! Yeah. And uh, Riddle realizes hooray. it too late, but but then he's like, "Whatever, fine." I, I wanted kill to kill you. you myself anyway. He's got Harry's wand and he's going to totally kill him. And then Fox is like, Jesus. It's like, <laughs> I have to do everything. And, <laughs> and he drops off the diary. <laughs> he literally, Fox gives him the diary. <laughs> and, uh, Carry uh, your Harry, goddamn uh, weight. This is it. a group project. <laughs> Jesus. Harry stabs her with the basilisk fang. <laughs> and gouts of ink come shooting out of it, and Tom Riddle is no more. Yay! Yay! Uh, Ginny wakes up. Uh, she's worried immediately that she's going to get expelled. That's rational. Uh, you almost died. Which makes sense. Um, but so Harry takes her, and they leave. Ron's cleared out a hole. Um, Lockhart has basically removed his own memory like a real dum dum. And uh, and then they're like, "How do we get out of here?" And then does Harry? Harry's like, "I don't know. Let's ask this. Let's ask this bird." Just, <laughs> the very exasperated fox is like, "Oh my god, fine." This is so. literally Harry not even carrying his own weight. <laughs> this fox is literally carrying his weight. <laughs> so fox flies them up out of there and. Yay, saves the day. The chapter is over. I wonder how many house points Fox will get instead of Harry because (laughs) (laughs) Fox did everything. None. The whole thing. Nuns. Great job. Um, So, new things in this chapter. I mean, well. A lot of stuff, uh, I guess. I guess guess we get, 
There's, I guess, yeah, Ish. I mean, there's the chamber itself. There's the, there's a, sort there's of. a sword, a giant sword that we don't know about yet. There's this, there's the sword. There's this cool sword. There is uh, a horcrux that we find Wait, out later. what? Yeah. Um, there's bas- the idea of a basilisk fang doing some serious damage. Huh. Um, we're gonna talk about horcruxes a lot more in later books. Yeah, that so. seems probable. So we should like, probably save that. Do we? Did no? He doesn't even say horcrux, does he? Yeah. No, he doesn't say yeah. the word. So we don't actually know about it yet. No, no we don't. I think know about we don't it know about it till book five. Book five. Um, I think you're right. Yeah. So here's my one Six. question. Okay. Six. If this had worked. If uh, if he came back to life, mm-hmm. uh, would there be two Voldemorts? Ah, uh, par- I don't know if yeah, that's a paradox. I guess so because yeah, I, I, right? Yeah, I, it would be. Well, I guess it would be Tom Riddle and Voldemort because he made this. This was the first one he made, right? Mm. Well, and he didn't know. When he made this book or diary, this Horcrux, that what happened to him later. Well, okay, so here's my thing. Is that the point of, and I mean, obviously we're going to get a Horcrux this later, but the point of them is that you can't die because you're splitting all these pieces, right? So theoretically, you, you could one day rejoin these pieces, right? To Probably, To, like, yeah. through magic of some kind. So maybe he would, mm-hmm. and obviously, like... Voldemort lived on the back of Coral's head in the first book, so theoretically, maybe he could somehow, like, one could absorb the other in some way, and he could, you know, like, get that power, kind of like, you know, like, right. I don't know, like, getting a, getting, like, like a absorbing lot. a fetus he, in vitro, I don't know, something like that. Like, Tom Riddle basically sucked up all of Ginny's soul, and he's alive, right. you know, and he would be alive. Right, and Voldemort's alive, but maybe they could, like like I right. said, like, Quirrell was alive, and Voldemort latched onto him, so maybe that he could somehow latch, in, thought, latch on or into Riddle? Well, what if, like, uh, Riddle became his own person because Ginny died, and then Voldemort didn't know that, and he, like, kept going until he was reborn later as a person? Because I think, like, he was able to latch on to Quirrell because he was basically in an injured state because he wasn't a full person. He was living, like, a half-life or something. Right. Right. What if they were, like, both full people? Double trouble. Be two places at once. What if they kissed? What if they were two full people and they kissed? Ew. (laughs) Is that... Is that... That's not even incest. That's whatever that is. It sounds like fanfic. I I bet I 100% could look up Voldemort Tom Riddle fic right now, and I guarantee you it exists on the internet. (laughs) I I would think that out of all the other um, horcruxes that uh, Voldemort made, Tom Riddle's diary would be the most to just let off and just be do his own thing because... He made that. It's the one that like, like a as sentient his first try. Well, yeah, that too. But oh. it was his first try. So he had he more of his really soul. Know. Well, he also probably had more of his soul left well, at that point too, right? Yeah, I was gonna say he didn't really have uh, much of a plan of his, for his future at that time. So he was just like, okay, I'm gonna see if I can do this. 
and he did, but then later on he, like, made more of them, but he didn't, like, have that plan when he first made that first one, is what I'm saying. Gotcha. I don't know. Did you find one? Did you find the fanfic? Oh, I can look it up right now. I, I bet I could find, I, I bet I could find, works. like, Tom Riddle Basilisk fanfic, too. Ew. <laughs> hold on. I do have another thing that I wanted to share before. Hold on. Fan fiction. Oh, fanfiction.net. I'm finding lots of Harry. Okay, guys. I'm finding lots of Harry loves Tom. Oh, we can read. We can read. Um, there is. Um, mm, needless. I'm going to ask one question about your. Um, there was some stuff. Damn it. I was going to say something. I had a question about your chapter. Now I can't think of it. So my, my um, by the way, fanfiction.net 100% has Tom Riddle Voldemort fanfiction on it. Um, so that is a real thing that happened. And I told you that would be true. Um, there is something called <laughs> Superior Tales. Uh, don't, I would not recommend reading it because I'm not going to because it's probably terrifying. Um but I was thinking, I remember hearing this fact, and I didn't know if it was true, um, so I had to look it up early. I looked it up a while back, but then I looked it up again tonight about, you know, the, the I am Lord Voldemort being Tom Riddle mixed up. Yeah. And mm-hmm. how that translates in other languages. And I remember, like, uh, I remember hearing somewhere that, like, Tom's name in French had Elvis in it, and I was like, that can't be real, but it is. So in French translations, his name is actually Tom Elvis or Elvi uh Jedusor, oh, which is which they had to. Yeah, because it rearranged yeah. to just be Voldemort. And um that apparently means like uh Jet du is which is Jedusor, like together is like separate, means um it's like a game with spells in it, like a game with a game of spells. So that one like is a double layer. Um Ooh. yeah, so Tom Elvi Jusvidor. And then if you in German, his name is Tom Vorlostriddle, which is East Lord Voldemort. Uh in Spanish, his name is Tom I don't think just his not his well, name in Spanish English. I don't know. It's a good question. <laughs> America or England, I don't know. Um, and then Spanish is Tom Sorvolo Riddle, but Riddle is both a Y, so it's Soy Lord Voldemort. Uh, yeah, uh, and then oh, they, I remembered they, my. Uh, it doesn't work in Asian languages apparently, and like they they basically like make it sound like Tom Riddle, and then like in a lot of the books they put the English translation because it doesn't work in Asian languages. So there you go, oh, guys. Better some some info. Did on you that. have other stuff? On this chapter, Michael? Nope. Okay. I have a question. Mm-hmm. What's up? Should we feel bad for the basilisk? Because it seems like... Because, you know, you can't really train snakes, but it seems like Are you, you can you? train this snake. Thanks, Hagrid. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> it, it's just like a creature of its uh, breeding and raising, you know? It's it like, says mean stuff when it's going through the pipes. It's all like, I'm going to murder I know, this time. Rip but tear. It's been, it's been raised to act that way, you know? Like, like. I the, mean, do you feel bad like for the, serial killers? Like the dog. No, because they're people. Um, the dogs that are brought up. <laughs> are raised, like pit bulls. Raised and raised to fight. Well, any dog, Sarah. Let's not be 
degree discriminatory here. Well, no, I'm just saying. Pit- oh man, you will get pit bull people coming. No, after I'm you. not saying that. Sarah, pit bull, no. I have a pit bull. I know, and I'm just saying pit bulls have a bad reputation, and that's I because know. people breed yeah, them to fight saying, when like, actually, if you train them well, they're very sweet like- dogs. It seems like basilisk, this basilisk, because Tom Riddle was like, no, leave the bird alone, smell with your nose, go after the boy, and it did what Tom Riddle said. But also Tom, Tom, like, was controlling it with magic, so, I don't know. That's what I'm saying, so, like, the basilisk didn't really have a choice but to do the heirs of Slytherin's bidding. It looks at you and you die. Well, yeah, that's just it's that's just, it's just like you know when you, you have a terrible face and people are scared of you. I don't know. <laughs> okay. It's a horrible, horrible monster. It's like I when you have a, a bad face. <laughs> hey, no, uh, but he didn't. He didn't even want to not. He didn't. He was being controlled. Knowledge like, is knowing Michael's a person. <laughs> Wisdom is knowing Michael's a monster. <laughs> Wisdom is so, knowing basilisks so are actually very cuddly. Yeah. <laughs> that was my that was my PETA moment for you all. That was that was good. That was really good. Thanks, um, thanks everybody. Congratulations thanks, again, Bajaya. Thanks, Michael. Congratulations, Bajaya. Alexia. Hey, hey, everyone! It's uh, we're back. We're wrapping up this season almost. Uh, not quite. Not quite. But we're we're gonna talk about the book versus the movie. This is our penultimate the, section, Michael. Our it is our everyone's favorite episode, the penultimate one. Um, uh, and we're gonna talk about the longest movie in the world. That is right. Like. Guys, Harry which Potter thing is, and the Chamber of Secrets, world's which, longest movie. Which thing is worse, the Chamber of Secrets, the book, or Chamber of Secrets, the movie? The movie, for sure. <laughs> the movie, because there's bad acting in it. What? Come on now. So, true story. So, I was like, oh, man, uh, my roommates have every single Harry Potter movie. I'm going to go and just grab this one and watch it, and I get there. And I'm looking through, they have, you know, all the, the, all like, you know, seven parts of the seventh movie and all that. Every single DVD except Chamber of Secrets. They literally, <laughs> like, specifically do not have Chamber of Secrets. It is Man. a long movie, guys. Maybe it wouldn't fit on one DVD on account of it being, like, three hours long. It's like the sound, you know how, like, like you get, like, old VHS, like, the sound of music, and it's, like, in four different VHS tapes, and you have to, like, <laughs> switch over? I think that that's, like, that's how Chamber of Secrets might be. Oh, Chamber of Secrets. Now, I didn't know you. well, so, okay, so I'm getting a real negative uh, feeling from, from okay, you, Okay, so I don't, like, hate this movie, like, it's not, like, my all-time least favorite movie in the world, but it's definitely my all-time least favorite movie in the Harry Potter series, probably. Yeah, I agree with I, that. I thought that Prisoner of Azkaban was, but no. Oh, see, I love Prisoner of Azkaban because I love I Alfonso really, Curion. I think it's I really good. Like, I really like Prisoner of Azkaban. Me too. I actually, well, like... This the, is the, the conversation for the third book, then. Okay. Oh, that Kickstarter better go yeah. to happen, then. 
Yeah, because I, I love me some Alfonso Curion, and I think the third movie is great. Sorry, Chris Columbus. Oh, man. This movie. So, so, so what did you all like about it? What did you dislike about it? Well, I had that scene with Ginny Weasley that is a really good gif. Where she's like, like, ah! Oh, yeah, yeah, that is terrifying face. In the beginning? That is, yeah, yeah, yeah. It also has maybe my favorite. I will say, it has my favorite, it's my least favorite Harry Potter movie, but it has my favorite Harry Potter, like, movie line that's not in the books. At least I don't think it's in the books. But it's the part where, um, like, they're, they polyjuice into Crab and Goyle. And Harry's still wearing his glasses, and Malfoy's like, why are you wearing glasses? And he's like, oh, they're for reading. And he goes, I didn't know you could read. And for some reason, that line makes me laugh every single time. I just like, read, I didn't I know you could read. I just saw a thing the other day on Twitter, I think, that said um, Tom Felton improvised that line because he forgot his actual line. It, and he says it so earnestly. It makes me laugh every single time. Um, I will say that this movie, uh, for as much as I don't like it, it is very true to the book. Like, it I is think, pretty much the book verbatim, which is probably the problem. I think that's exactly the problem. Yeah, because, um, and they could have, they've really, there's a bunch of scenes they really could have cut out, you know? Yeah. Two and a half hours, man. I mean, they they did, uh, like, even, okay, so not every, it is shortened a little bit. There are some things that are cut out, but boy, uh, the they are different media books and movies and... And boy, th- this is just uh, a movie trying to be a book. I was like a shining example of why editing in movies is very important. Yeah, like that. I will ha- like that Quidditch scene. Oh my! First of all, like this is this is a Sarah confession about Harry Potter books and kind of about books in general. I love like boring interpersonal dialogue and all that stuff. The second there's an action scene or like a sports scene, so Quidditch. Especially, I like, I'm skimming that. I can't read Quidditch matches. I get so bored. And like that Quidditch scene in the movie is like, I literally was like skipping through it. It's like 10 minutes long, it feels like. <laughs> See, I like the Quidditch parts. Mm-hmm. What? Bajaya, why don't you like this movie? It's so boring. I Yeah, I agree that they could have cut a lot of it out. They could have probably cut like an hour of it out or shortened it. Also, it's like it's it's before it's not as charming. I think it's not as charming as the first one. It doesn't have the whimsy and magicalness. Of no, the first it one. doesn't. And it, I mean, it's not new. You know, like the first one was when you first watched it. And also, I think the first book's a better book than the second book. But also, man. Daniel Radcliffe had, and every other actor in that young actor in that movie had not found their acting legs yet. Like I, I actually think not. I legitimately think Daniel Radcliffe is a good actor now, but boy, he was horrible in this movie. <laughs> it's painful. <laughs> Sorry, Daniel, you're adorable. <laughs> um, I was gonna say something, but I can't forget. Uh, Lucius Malfoy. It comes across as like very cartoonish for a villain. Yeah, like, just <laughs> swashbuckling sword and cape. Oh yeah, when he pulls his yeah. wand out of out of his cane at the end. 
It's like, it's, well, why, do you, why can't you just have a wand? Why do you need to pull it out of a cane? Oh, crap. What's, what's the actor's name? I actually, I like him. Jason um, Isaacs. Jason Isaacs. I like Jason Isaacs. But at the same time, whenever I see Harry Potter, I keep thinking him and, as Lucius. I keep thinking about him just in the in in the Patriot because I feel like they're the exact same character, except that one is the Revolutionary War and one is they both have long hair and are like just horrible char- caricatures, as you mentioned, of of what a villain might be. Um, okay. Yeah. So okay, man, I just watched this like the other day. So, um, but I swear, at that last scene where where. Uh, where Dobby gets his sock um, and he pulls his, his wand, Lucius pulls his wand out of the cane and um, he's about to attack Harry. I swear to God, he starts casting the killing curse when, when I think, you know, I 100% agree when Dobby blasts him or whatever. And it's like, (laughs) you seriously, you're going to kill Harry Potter. He he was right there. Dobby knew how to separate all of the laundry. He never forgot the softener. That is a hard thing to find. I'm just saying. I forgot that I uh, actually jotted down a couple of questions. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I will say, though, um, two quick things. One is that as much as I, dis- I dislike this movie as a Harry Potter movie, it has Kenneth Branagh as... Gilroy Lockhart is like one of the best casting roles. It's so good. So it kind of makes me sad that that it's such a mm, whatever of a movie. Meh movie. Yeah. It just needs to be added. Yeah, I agree. Um, And then the second thing is my favorite. My favorite thing about this movie is when it first came out, there was all of this news about how angry Vladimir Putin was because he thought that Dobby was make like they like legitimately thought that Dobby uh, was, was making hilarious. fun of him. No, this is like you can you can you can Google search. I remember I remember this because I the, I'm like a Russian history person. It is my favorite fact because now every time I see Dobby, I'm like, yep, he looks exactly like Vladimir Putin. He does he look like Putin? Yeah, it's like literally Russia was mad. They're like, you're making fun of Putin. Damn it. Yeah. Okay, I'm not gonna say that Dobby was the Jar Jar Binks of this <laughs> of this movie, but, but he was. But if you had Jar to pick, Jar Jar Binks, a if you had to pick a, if you had to say what character is most like Jar Jar Binks, like obviously it would be Dobby. God, you're right. That's so true. I have a couple yeah. of friends, and actually, uh, Megan's. Uh, husband and my fiance both think Dobby Art is the worst character, and he's so annoying. And uh, after, like in this movie, yeah, I could kind of see it, but he's, he's not helpful. Dobby. I'm telling he's you right now, at all. <laughs> he's not. But he, Michael, he, he does. Later. He, he's great around the house. Have you ever tried to to grout a shower? He can do it. I haven't. I yeah, haven't. It's, it's I hard. should get a house elf. You should get a house elf. I mean, don't, not really, because I think that it's probably slavery, don't, but... Don't have to pay them anything. No, they like it. <laughs> don't worry, they like it. Um, so uh, what were your questions for us, Bajaya, oh, before no, I interrupted I you? Had, I have one question, which pertains to the book and the movie. Um, I also wanted to say that this book, this movie had a lot of cheesy lines that oh like God, so hung in the air. Like... <clears throat> I don't know. It had it had a couple of them, but uh, oh, like 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 uh, 
follow the spiders. Why couldn't it be follow the butterflies? And like at the end too, like Harry Potter. Uh, hope you're always there. One blah, blah blah, and he's like, "Don't worry, I will be." And then like just hanging in the air, cheese lined. <laughs> it had a lot of those. Um, it did. It, it felt very B movie to me in a lot of ways. <laughs> just like just. Yeah, because of the deliveries of lines like that. Yeah. Um, one, Tom Riddle has better handwriting than Harry Potter, because Harry Potter looked like a five-year-old writing, and Tom's like, oh, I have really <laughs> all your handwriting. And uh, they say mud blood in school with no consequence? Apparently. Well, Hagrid's not a disciplinarian, and he's really the only person who knew that it, or adult, excuse me, who knew that it happened. Well, I think um, I think he's. They say it somewhere. Oh no, uh, Malfoy says it in the hallway. Mm. But I, I just feel like like their prefects around. They could have docked him points or something. There's also like it's not also the password to get into Slytherin's. Uh, oh yeah, it's pure. It's like pure blood. Oh, pure blood. Oh, pure blood. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. I I thought that uh, they also said, but that's that's blood, how, blood that's what during... it is in the book, isn't it? It's that's what it is in the book. In the book. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought so that's pretty um, on point. I thought that McGonagall, like when she was um, teaching about the chamber secrets, uh, Hermione. Oh yeah, mud blood or Muggleborn or something. It was supposed to be Professor Benz, by the way. Yeah. Not McGonagall. Right. I'm See, in the they, movie, but it it just seems like in the book and in the movie they just kind of say mud blood in and around the but she, school. Hermione didn't costumes. say mud blood in that scene, though. He said she said probably Muggleborn, but it just seems like they kind of say it without consequence. Like some people are like, "Oh my gosh, that's offensive," but it's not offensive enough to not be saying it out loud, you know? Right, know. right, 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 right. For it to be banned, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I agree. I just thought that was that was one observation that I. The had. Slytherins get away with everything. That's true. They really do. It's they're not painted in a great in a great way. No. Mm-hmm. They. Uh, yeah, they're yeah. they're fairly one dimensional at this point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that that like this 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 movie especially um, makes everything feel very very one dimensional and flat. Yeah. Mm. There's yeah. it's just a bunch of cheesy lines with some action in the middle. Sorry and, to be Oh no, uh Ron's facial expressions in this movie was also kind of painful. <laughs> <laughs> or sorry, reprints. He it, they're all very like um I don't know, exaggerated or something. I, I will say that this whole time, though, I like every time I saw Neville and he's like, just open the howlet. I was like, just give yourself a few years, Neville. Just give yourself a few years. You're going to be beautiful. <laughs> You're going to be the hottest one of them all. Seriously, baby, Matthew Emma Lewis. Watson. Oh, God, Matthew Lewis. So I was like, I've, every time I saw his like, little chubby cheeks, I was like, oh, just wait. Just wait. You're going to just be so tall and fit. <laughs> ten out of ten. Anyway, <laughs> ten out of ten. Um, so <laughs> Let's talk about the hot people and how they grew up. Oh my god! Well, Dean Thomas obviously Alfred Enoch is like is like so good looking, but you knew he was going to be good looking because he was yeah. a beautiful child. Poor Matthew Lewis was not, but it worked out for him just fine. 
what do you think, Michael? <laughs> uh, so I know it sounds like we're slagging on this movie. We love Harry Potter. Relax. Everything's good. It's still Harry Potter, and that makes it's just, it better it's just, than your average movie. If, if you think, if you think, if, if you number th- two is or Chamber of Secrets is your favorite tist Harry Potter movie, please tweet at us. Yeah, I, I would love to hear. Will why. send you a flower. I will send you a basilisk. Um, <laughs> That's what you deserve. No, I mean, I like you said, it's Harry Potter. I still love it. And you know, when there's a Harry Potter marathon in like two weeks, because it's almost it's almost October or it is October or whatever. It's um, okay, maybe. Well, when we when this airs, will it be October? Yeah. So it's it'll October. be almost November. Oh, shit. oh my god! So so okay. So it's October, which means that right now on Freeform, which used to be ABC, you know, ABC Family which used to be Fox Family or vice versa, whatever. Freeform, there is always a Harry Potter marathon in October, and if Chamber of Secrets is on it's TV, the you devil season. You bet! I'm going to be watching that whole marathon. I love it, but at the same time. God, it's please, the, if you think it's, it's great, please rewatch it and just remember that it's not as good as you think it, it is. Because I really didn't think it was going to be as bad as I was like, this is, I, I queued it up and it was almost three hours. Both the first two movies are incredibly long. Um, but the first movie, I I don't know, I enjoyed the first movie. I remember us all watching the first movie and being like, holy shit, this is long. Uh, yeah, it that's was true. A, it had, that's it, true. It had... It, it was a little bit easier to consume, I think. But I agree with that. Um, I don't know. I just this feels like the I, low I've, watermark for I've had for the movies. yeah, and I, I I've read things too. So Chris Columbus directed it, um, and basically everyone or the kinder sort of critics tell you know say he had to create this whole world from nothing, so he didn't have anything to go off of that kind of thing. But I don't know. Every movie like the third, and I I do think that the plot gets better from the third on. Um, yeah, but mm-hmm. I think the third on movie wise is just way better. I think they figured out like their pacing of the movie, starting with the third. Like the first was good novelty wise. The second was like, well, we're still going with the same. Let's throw everything up onto the screen that was in the book. Which, um, but you know what? They I wish they had put in and taken some of the other stuff out. What's that? The singing dwarves. That would have been hilarious. That would have been hilarious. I do think that. Or... Yeah, I do think that they're still like Madam. Madam, what is it? Madam Puttyfoots or whatever. That oh, that doesn't happen until the oh, never mind. That doesn't happen until later. Yeah, but I always think that like cute little things like that. Like that would be like very world building. I think yeah. you know mm-hmm. instead of plot driving. But I think that things like that are important. I, d- I don't know. I remember my friend, well, and we'll probably talk about this when we get to the third movie, but she was upset by the third movie because it was not as close to the third book as the first two movies were to the first two books. But I think that's because they understood, like, oh, hey, we have to make these palatable as movies and interesting as movies because it's, it's, you, it's just, it's complete, they're completely different mediums and they deserve to be treated differently. Yeah. yeah. I mean, watching it, like, I remember, you know, way back in the day, it was amazing just because it was like, oh my God, they got Harry Potter into onto a movie screen. And it's like exactly Harry Potter. Like oh, that alone yeah. was like, oh, I can't believe this is, this is amazing. But yeah. Harry Potter. Well, you know, look, yeah. tweet at us and 
Let us know what you think and what you yeah. think about diagonally hateness, hating of uh, the movie. But it's like, uh, like uh, you know, being it's, haters. It's, it's again, it's like it's it's kind of how I feel, and I'm sure I made this comparison before, but it's kind of how I feel about Temple of Doom in relation to the other Indiana Jones movies. It's not really great, but I'll watch it because Indiana Jones. Although I really watched Temple of Doom recently. It's not good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Thanks but for that's it then, guys. guys. I feel like I shouldn't. I feel like we shouldn't end on Indiana Jones, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sarah's review. Chamber of Secrets is Temple of Doom. At least it's not the Crystal Skull or whatever. Oh God, no! Oh my I'd, God. Like, that's, well, I no, forgot that that nothing, was one of them. Nothing, nothing is the Crystal Skull except for maybe Trolls too. I don't know. <laughs> uh, All right. Well, uh, that was great, guys. I can't wait till we watch the next movie. Yeah. <laughs> and Bajai can hate fight. on it. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> Hey, you know what would be great right now? Uh, I think it would be great. Bourbon. Yeah. That would be great. But also, reading iTunes reviews. That's true. That's really awesome, too. I'll have some iTunes reviews on the rocks, please. Uh, Reverend P4N from United States says, Great podcast. It's been years since I read the books, but this took me right back. Insightful discussion with the great geekly humor thrown in to not take itself too seriously. Uh, Melanator79 from the United States says 10 points to Geekly Inc. What a fun podcast to have stumbled upon. I've read or listened to the books a million times and tend to spend the majority of episodes shouting corrections at my phone. But once I reminded myself that I'm a garbage person and that this podcast is a group of friends joyfully discussing a shared love and not a PhD level course, I entertained myself, or sorry, I enjoyed myself a lot more. I love that you do extra research to bring in fun facts from Pottermore and beyond. And the Tim Lanning cameos are hilarious. Keep them coming. Um, thanks for the backhanded compliment. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. We're reading this in the midst of our season two quiz, quizits, our quiz, quiz, I can't say that word. Quizits, our quizits. That's really funny. If you couldn't tell, let me die. Our quizzes. That's that's how Sean Con- <laughs> Connery says it. Our quizzes. Our quizzes. Um, we're reading this in Quizage season two, which is pretty horrendous. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's kind of embarrassing. What? No, it's great. I mean, it's fun, but I wouldn't say that we were at the top of our game. Oh, we were razor think, sharp. Um, we just brought harder questions. It's probably true. That's it. I'm going to go with that. Never mind. I take it back. Uh, Caden Key from the United States says, love it. Any chance for a season two? You're in luck. Uh, Miss Rosie's Smiles from the United States says, demand for a second book season. Discovered this wonderful podcast a few days ago and put aside my regular podcast to do a binge listen. I reread the whole series at least once a year and getting to hear others discuss something I love so much is great. As you guys wanted, there's a demand for a Chamber of Secrets book club. Hope it's released soon. Great work. I've really enjoyed listening and laughing. Yay. Thank you.
Thank you for joining us for You're a Wizardary. Want to help out? Go to iTunes and leave us a five-star rating and review. Want to get in touch? Email us at potterpod at geeklyinc.com or follow us on Twitter at potterpod or geeklyinc. And individually, you can find me at thriftynerd. I'm Bajaya Shrestha, and you can find me on Twitter at Ethnic Ninja. I am Sarah Tompkins, and you should hit me up at Her Lady Tompkins. Editing help this week by Alan Matthews. Our podcast art is created by Jesse Carlton. You can find more of his work at J exclamation point on Instagram. And our music is created by Sean Fagan. Find more of his music at soundcloud.com slash sleepyfish.